Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. For more latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech live from Las Vegas, CES. Trevor Long from Your Tech Life. And joining me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. And it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear and Trend Micro. Stephen, episode 46A, 46, uh, 46.1. 46.1. Let's, oh, 46.1. Let's run with that. And we are here on the show floor of CES, yes. mate. CES day two. Uh, a little less crowded today, I think. Um, day one was crazy, always is. Still a lot of people here. Um, but uh, I'd say crowd's slightly down. I think the first day everyone comes here. One of the but, things uh, that, that I've noticed is, A, that people are just moving between stuff a lot more. And also, we've got to remember that we're here to look at the show floor. There's a lot of people here to look at conferences. There's, there's actual yeah. seminars and things going on, you know. So yeah. there's actually a lot going on off the show floor. But so to, to paint the picture even further, the, the, this is a trade-only show. Yes. Public aren't allowed. So there's press here. There's retailers here, obviously the companies that are displaying here, there's buyers from all these different retailers, so this is where all the deals are done mm. for 2012 so Harvey Norman, JB yep. Retrovision, they're all coming through here but from Australia, wanna, checking out the products just like we are they're not just checking them out, they're doing deals here and that's yeah. that's what's big, I mean Harvey Norman and, and all those guys, they're getting entertained by the big companies that's yes, what CES is about yes they are, but uh, CES day 2 I've, I've had a bit of a wander around I've been to Sony, LG and Samsung Sony stand uh, was at the press conference. They didn't make a big deal about all the new features of the TVs and mm. what they can do. But on the stand, there's very, really good demos of the, the way they've improved the contrast, the 3D, uh, and all those aspects of, the, of their panels. But what I liked was their glassless 3D. They've got a 46-inch glassless 3D TV there. Mm. Even I was standing off to the side, and it still looked very impressive. The 3D effect was way better than even what they had on the stand less just 12 months ago. So, and was that the full? 4K one? The 4K, yeah. So it's got a high resolution. I think that must have something to do with high resolution to bring it down to the glassless 3D so it's full HD. See, there was one, there's a booth right next to it. It's kind of integrated in Sony, but it's but it's outside the wall. There's a string TV, I think it is, and they're talking about sport. And I, I was stopped in my tracks, and you know my opinion of 3D, and even more yes, so... Yes, I know you're not a fan, but this might bring you around, I think. Even more so glassless 3D. I just, you know, played the, the 3DS, I've played with the, the phones. It's It works, but it's not fantastic. Well, I was stopped in my tracks. This was a 42-inch TV showing NFL. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It worked. I, I was standing off to the side. It, I stood there for a few minutes checking all the angles and the good thing for me was it didn't it, it wasn't terrible when you're off angle yeah. so that's and that's the killer if you're sitting in the lounge room with four mates and one of them's off angle you don't want him to hate the experience so awesome, yeah, yeah. No, i think the next Glasses few years will be very now. interesting for that i also had a look at a sony stand i had a look at the new xperia ion which is their 4g phone yep i also looked at the lg spectrum which is their 4g phone and did a bit of a demo uh, called up Tech Guide, uh, you know the, the the normal version, not the mobile version, mm. and it loaded in like a second, yeah. so quick. That's Verizon uh, here, is it? Uh, I think it's Verizon. Yeah, yes, yeah. 4G. But um, what what I also liked at the Sony stand was that they got a 4K projector. You know, I'm a big projector fan. I have got a home theater in my house, and the 4K projector is like 4,000K resolution. Did you go to the little theater room I, and have I, a look? I had, it, had a look. It's just incredible. Yeah. And, and what I'm hearing too is that 4K projectors, which are in in public cinemas now. Mm. 
in a couple of years' time, with all these 4K devices out of the market, projectors, TVs, company, the movie company's going to actually release 4K movies. Yeah. You mentioned that last night. I'm yeah. wondering, though, is that going to... Obviously, in Blu-ray format, will that mean... Because there's only limited it'll, space it'll, on it'll Blu-ray, so... It'll have to be another format. Unless you can fit it on Blu-ray, but without any features. That's, that, hard, that's what I'm thinking. You're going to lose say. all the features. So yeah, but the, the really project, interesting The projector's times. interesting. Uh, LG, I had another look at their gesture LG controls. got a pretty good booth, don't the they? The booth is very, very well organised. I was very impressed with their appliances side of things. Yes. They did very good demos. A guy demonstrated in front of me. He looked up a recipe on the oven, yes. on, the, on, the, on the fridge, mm-hmm. and sent it to the oven so that it could cook for the right period of time. And that's it's it's that's a that's a breakthrough, isn't it? That's did, a game changer. What about the um, the follow me vacuum? Did you see that one there? I saw that. Yeah, and you can look through the, you, the cameras. You, and well, no, this this is just a normal looking vacuum. And I thought, what the hell do you need your vacuum to follow you for? You pull it. But what what happens with your vacuum is, as you know, you, if you do the vacuuming, Steve, of course uh, you, I do. Yeah, well, I got caught out yesterday because I said this to the woman. I said, well, what's the deal with this? She goes, you obviously don't do the vacuuming. <laughs> so you get you know it gets caught on the corner as you walk yes. around. Well, this thing actually you know follows you around the corner as opposed to being dragged. Okay. So it actually has. Been of momentum itself. So just a simple oh, little bit of smarts thing. that yes. goes into a vacuum. Yes. But I think for me, Samsung, Sony, they've done a lot with the TVs and Samsung got a lot extra in there and so does Sony. But for me, LG did a good job, I think, of bringing it out, not just the TVs. That yeah. There was a lot more there than just the True. TVs. So yeah. a, but, good, a good stand. Uh, yeah, Samsung stand too, which is, I think, would you say Samsung stand's the biggest of the show here? It's massive. Um, I think in term, I think Sony and Samsung are neck and neck yeah, when you look at the floor plan. But uh, the Sam- I had a good look at the 8,000 LED TV. Is that the, one of the 300 that are hanging from yes, the roof? Yes. I mean, fair Nick, and they've got that many TVs. TV. They're hanging TVs from the roof oh, here. No. Well, they're, they're using them as tiles in this yeah. place. But, anyway. but uh, no, it is... This, this is uh, the, the, the flagship TV, the 8,000 series, has got a thing called what they call micro-dimming. Now, it was explained to me by, by one of the reps at Samsung there that micro it's got double micro dimming so what it does it breaks up the screen into 560 little boxes mm-hmm. and can can dim and brighten each segment of those screens each of those 560 boxes individually to give you a better to picture. give you a better contrast ratio faster re- refresh rate uh, just the quality they've got a side by side demo if you haven't seen it yeah, no, they've got the micro dimming on micro dimming dragonfly off. Or something. yeah and mm. that's um, it, it, you can just see the detail pop on the TV and the, the colours are a bit more natural the blacks are blacker did you get time yeah. with Samsung to look at the the, 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 the bench top the, the table um, touch screen they had yeah I, I saw a brief though. I didn't I have mean, a chance to play with is that well, I'm trying to understand that I mean we've got Microsoft Surface is that just proving that you can use touch screen technology I mean I just I think it's great to have, but I'm just wondering why. You gotta remember, there's a lot of prototype products here yeah, too. Like yeah. There's a product that that's the look, it looks great, but it's not going to be out for two years. Um, one thing I did see though, which was a really good application of the technology with tablets and wireless streaming, was a, was the Samsung Classroom. Now they had a little setup there where there's four tablets at like these little oh, mini right. desks, mm-hmm. and the teacher at the front of the class had the big 60-inch plasma touchscreen plasma, yeah. and she could send different things to each of the tablets in the class. Oh, nice. They could write something and send it to the black, like the the, the, the digital. And they're probably board. just literally flicking it with their yeah, hand, aren't and, they? And it was mate, that's the future of education. Like, I think you, what's to say Apple's probably thinking of this right now with mm. the iPad. Uh, all, all this tablet technology is going to enable so much, so many more uses of the products yeah. and the technology that, that we've got Wi-Fi, we've got touchscreen technology. Yep. This is the layer that's coming on top that sort of we've seen as the uh, what's been on display from all yeah. the companies today. It's, uh, great, it's great stuff. Um, we're here thanks to uh, Trend Micro and Netgear, uh, two blokes talking tech. Now, one of the things that that, that got me pre-CS, so I, as you know, I drove here from Vegas just because I like driving, and I hired a Camaro SS, beautiful car. Top down with the... Mate, no, the not, not convertible, sunroof, though. <laughs> 
But anyway, I got in, turned the car on, and it's got a little heads-up display okay. right in front of you. Now, I've seen that before so in that, cars. So that's just projected on the windscreen? Projects the, you know, the speed or whatever you want on, on the screen. Okay. Now, I've seen that before in other cars, and I think Nissan had it bloody 15 years ago, but this is, to me, I was, as I drove for five hours, I understood that it's actually very useful because it's right in your line of sight. Okay. Mate, when I went across here to the North Hall, and there's a lot of, it's a lot of auto over there, okay, a lot of car audio, Pioneer, Kenwood, those guys, beautiful cars and everything to look at. Um, Heads-up display is, is definitely coming. It's a massive future, I can tell you that. And not only in new cars, but it looks like there's going to be retrofit ideas. Okay. So it looks like there'll that's be good. things that you can get, you know, from your Kenwoods, your JVCs that's, and your Pioneers. Yeah, well, that's the next frontier, isn't it? For like, well, cars are already a, a hotbed of technology. Like, look at all the it things is. we saw here with, you know, the, we've seen the audio systems now, the internet radio and all these apps in your car now. Yep. So. That, that well, North Hall has is, is always been a very popular spot. So for what's all the really interesting about it is the, the biggest motor show in the US is on right now in Detroit. And is it on so now? you would, you would okay. think there's no cars available. Like there's concept cars in there from Mercedes, a big Gullwing, a Ford, oh. a big they're beautiful oh, cars. Be able to see that one. Oh you have to see that. And Mercedes, this is where the heads up display gets a little bit freaky. Okay. Uh-huh. Mercedes have got this little eggshell thing a couple of people sitting in. And you, he's not only looking at stuff on the screen, but it's gesture-based. So there's a little, like a floating star. You, you reach out to it and you flick it, and it might be Stephen Fennick calling, and you flick it and it brings up your profile, a photo of you and everything on the other While side of driving. the windscreen. Yes. Hope you don't drive off the road so flicking is, it. I mean, I didn't have a good conversation <laughs> with him about it, but I, it, it's it's exciting. Wow. And, and Audi had the same thing where, where you can actually control what's on the screen. So you reach out. You don't press buttons on the steering wheel. You reach out and you flick left, you flick right, and you see different things. Which And I think that's pretty cool. You know how often you look down at the steering wheel and you, you go left and right through your yeah, through your trip meter or whatever it is. So you just reach forward and flick left and, and your right. Your eyes are always on the road, still. Correct. Wow, that's, that's so. Impressive. I think there's I'm definitely, some. I'm definitely going to put that on my list of things to see. Here. Some really early days stuff, okay. but you know, the some of it's already in cars. But there's some really early days stuff that I think gives us a real hint into what, and that's what CES does. Yes. Gives us a hint into the future. So, vehicles and auto, big part of CES. Absolutely. Um, Twenty twelve. Well, one thing that's impressed me here now for a company that isn't at CES, mm. i.e., Apple. Yep. Oh, I haven't oh, mate, seen... there's a lot of them here. Well, oh, I've been looking at name tags as I walk around. I've seen at least three people what? from Apple. From Apple, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting spies in yes. the ranks. But anyway, yes. but they're not actually displaying at the show. Never no. have, and I reckon it's safe to say they never, never will. will. Yep. Now, I haven't seen a company that's, that's not here affect the show oh. so much because so many iProducts are on the show floor, whether it's docks. Like Samsung have got a new range of docks, music docks, that are Galaxy Docks and iPod Docks. In, so in this one, all in one? In the same, the same That's device. That's genius. Now, as a company like Samsung, big company, to make competing that against Apple... And everyone, Sony's got it. They've all got it now. To, to include a dock that works with an Apple product—that's yeah. that's, that's sort of saying, look, you you win, you win the iPod race. It would be that's it. It would be a really interesting statistic if some poor sap had the time to walk around these twenty-five thousand products <laughs> that are here and actually work out how many of them are i-related. Because well, you when you go so through many. the South Hall, there's a lot of audio over there. You know, the Pure are there, um, Belkin are there, yep. um, and in the North Hall, my God. So there's cars, but there is. There would have to be 100 million iPad or iPhone cases like in that We're hall. talking here yeah, cases, we're talking speakers, we're talking... I, I saw one, a Bluetooth mic, lapel mic. Mm. So if someone's filming you on yes. your iPhone, wirelessly you can have a mic That's on your right. lapel. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Griffin Griffin the, have got a, a stand for an iPad which which secures to a bench, which has been something that's very yes. hard to get because I've been trying to do this at work where you can secure and display an iPad. And they've Griffin, you know, yeah. making cases and cables and different things like that, they've done a deal with Crayola. 
right? Weird as anything to, to release and bring out an app that allows you to draw and stuff, yeah. as well as cases and headphones that are all there was, uh, kid and colour friendly. It's amazing so the many. stuff that goes on. There's here. one, oh, I can't remember the name of the manufacturer, but I will be writing about it on Tech Guide, so check back there. But there was the product was basically a, a case for the iPad, yeah. and it had it, it paired with a wall mount that was magnetic. But the magnetic wall mount was also gave you uh, induction charging. Oh, yes. So you put the case on the iPad, you install this little uh, the holder on the wall, which is magnetic. Yep. And you can you put the when when you're finished with the iPad, you pop it on the wall, and it's charging, and it's also being held in place, so you can use it as a remote control or something like that. Let me digress, but go on a similar vein. So I, I had a look at a thing called Moby. Now this is not new. Uh, I'm aware of that, but you know people aren't exposed to everything. I've seen this written about you know eight nine months ago. But Moby have these things for your Mac. Um, your wireless mouse, you know your magic mouse, yes. fantastic, but the bloody batteries go flat very, very reasonably quickly. This thing, uh, they, they, what they sell is, the is a conduction charger, right? I own it. it really? I bought it's it, bloody I bought it fantastic. from the Apple store in San Francisco. It's fantastic, it's and they've brilliant. got one for the keyboard. And let me just tell you, the magic mouse rips through normal batteries, yes. so this thing actually replaces the battery pack yeah. and sits on a little pad. Sits on I the bought that in San Francisco and when mate, I was there a few months ago. It's unbelievable. It's a very brilliant. good product. It takes and six hours to charge it completely, so I leave it overnight whenever yeah. it runs low, once a week, once every two weeks. They've got, the, they've got the same thing for the wireless little keyboard. We yep. can dock that, and, and it comes Smart. with a mount for the mouse. So it's a really interesting product. I'm still going to write about it because I think even though it's you know six, eight-month-old product, people don't get exposed to these things. And, and I found the, the Australian distributor who's just a gibbering sure. fool because he doesn't do any he doesn't do any <laughs> PR or anything. He doesn't even list a phone number on his website. Oh. But, mate, I've found out where they are, and they are okay. definitely sold in Australia. So well, we'll get the details of It's sold of in Apple Store. So you've you got to know, you got to think that if Apple are going to sell it in their own store, it's a decent product. If I'm Apple, I'm buying that company. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, seriously, it's yeah. it's very well designed stuff. They could probably yeah. tweak it a bit, right. but it's very smart stuff. So anyway, that's Moby M O B E E, and uh, we are here on the show floor at CES 2012. Trevor Long from Your Tech Life and Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. I'm here thanks to Intel. You, you've come over thanks to Samsung. Samsung yep. And uh, day two of the show, it's uh, overwhelming, but another big day to come. It's actually there's a fourth day on Friday, but there is. very very light. I, I don't think we'll. You might be in a car on the way back to LA. I'll, mate. I'll be driving back. By the way, five hour drive isn't it? A six hour drive? What were you doing two? No, no, it's five and a half on a, on a basic GPS. You're kidding, are you? Um, the other thing I saw today, I went off. This is the other thing about CS. I've got to tell you, as a as a novice, is um, you know these offsite meetings. A lot of companies want to want to yes. meet with you, and yes. you, you tra- and there's good reason for that, you know. Because well, look how busy it is on the show. Exactly. If you want to really show something properly. So yeah, I, I had a look at uh, Seagate, and again they don't have they do have a little stand here, but you can't really engage in the products. But I went and had a look at their things. Now you know the Seagate satellite, that little. Yes. You remember you wrote about it? We talked yes. about it. Great Beautiful product. little thing. Yep. But they, they they got a lot of feedback from people saying, "Hang on a minute, I'm connected via Wi-Fi to this thing, right? I'm streaming my movies, but I can't get on the internet. Yes. Or listen to listen to music, I can't get on the internet. So they've got a firmware update coming in late February, okay. and, a, and a, an update for the app in March, which will allow you to basically turn the little the, the satellite into a router. So the satellite will wow. connect to the internet for you. So like a little dual, make a dual band sort of thing? Oh. Well, yeah, it's, it's essentially, okay. it tells the satellite how to get the internet. So it, it, wow. it brings it down. And so, you, so and this this is um, retrospective. So people with a Seagate satellite yep. will be able to do that. Okay, so, so you, that, if you own one, you can upgrade it and it'll exactly, do that. Exactly, which is genius. Really it doesn't happen a lot in tech, you've got to admit. That was one of the features that sort of let it down a little bit. Yeah. Although when you think about it, when when I was wrote about the product, it was sort of something you'd use like on a plane or on a, yeah. a car trip. Car. Well, yeah. two other things from Seagate. In the car, they've they've got a similar product. It's called the satellite 4G. Okay. Now, it's obviously launching with Verizon, 
but it will have an internet connection in it. So they put a modem in the Seagate satellite. You'll be able to stream your movies, you know, from from the satellite, the hard drive, and you'll also be able to watch in in, in the US Netflix via wow. the 4G network or on-demand content, whatever you like. Will that Genius. come to Australia, do you think? Well, I said that to him. I s- he, he said, look, in the end, it's a product. Um, yeah. it's, it's just a modem. And 4G's so- coming. Let's face it, 4G in Australia. Well, mate, we could do it. you could coming. do it on 3G. Yeah. It could, as, as we've said a million times, our 3G is their 4G. And the last product, um, the GoFlex from yes. Seagate, you know those little little interchangeable, so you can actually pull the hard drive out and use the same little mount and put, put, put another hard drive in. They've got a Thunderbolt adapter coming. So little Thunderbolt adapters for either the, the two and a half or the three and a half inch um, GoFlex products. Yep. So if you've got a Mac with Thunderbolt, you get the little adapter and you can use your existing GoFlex drive mm. and plug it into the Thunderbolt dock and get the advantages of Thunderbolt See, speed. That, that was the problem with Thunderbolt is that while, while it's on, it's now standard on every Mac you buy, there aren't a lot of other the hard drive yeah. manufacturers to do it. So it's good that you can you can retrofit and, that. So but here's a little, little tip of information about Thunderbolt. The cables you can only get through Apple. They're yeah. 50 bucks. Right, and there's no one else making the cables yet. Oh. So, and this is the thing: the products, these little GoFlex um, docks for Thunderbolt, they're going to be cheap, like 100 bucks in the US, so maybe 150 for us. Okay. Plus the cable, you've got to buy the cable. So there's a little bit, there's a long way to okay. go with Thunderbolt. I'd say we've got to get some manufacturers of cables. You know, Griffin or whoever they are, Monster, whoever need to start making cables for these things. Yeah. So, well, speaking of cables and power and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. now, how often? And you might have even done it here at the show already, carrying around all your, you know, your smartphone, your tablet, whatever. You, are, you pull it out of the bag. There's no power left. Oh, you, yeah. you desperately need a power point. Now, there's an interesting p- product here at the show called the Power Bag. Mm. Now, I'm carrying a bag around. There's no bloody power in it, Absolutely. That's right. So, as its name suggests, this bag includes a battery. So, you can charge up to four devices, and, and not just once. You can, if you've got a smartphone, you can charge it four times in this thing. Mm. So, imagine if you're traveling or you know, here at a trade show or doing, you know, out and about, you're, you're a you know, rep or something, you're, you're, you're traveling a lot. You can, uh, you know, people say, well, hang on, just find a PowerPoint and yeah, you can yeah. charge up. But how often can you find a PowerPoint A and B, sit next to that PowerPoint for an hour and a half while it charges? You're always on the move. So yeah, the and there's a lot of those bag. products. You've got one of those Energizer things. So I that's do. the power bag. It's got it all built into it. Yes. You've got the Energizer thing. I saw a thing today called the Hyperjuice. Um, there's three different types. Yeah. There's and a few of those products here. They're, they're a simple product. But again, it goes, mate, we're harping. But we're, we've now been caught by the Apple because we're talking about iDevices again for the second again. time in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Well, but well, the, the power bag will also charge up. Obviously, Android, it's got a micro USB connection, it's got the, the Apple, the iPhone connector, uh, it could be used for you know, your e-reader. I, I don't think it can charge a laptop, I don't no. think the battery is big enough or powerful enough to do a full charge on a laptop, uh, but it's uh, no, a very handy device if you are get caught short with your power on your smartphone or your tablet. All right, you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 46.1, uh, day two of CES. Now, um, we'll wrap it up but because we've got, we've got to go and see the people at Netgear, have a look at their new products. But, mate, you've got a full day tomorrow. I've got a full day tomorrow. A couple of things are going to look at some roundtables, discussions, which are really good. Oh, yep. the other thing I should say that I saw today, I've completely forgotten about, but I might talk about it more tomorrow, is Intel and their, their entry into Absolutely, the mobile phone yes. market. They're, they're bringing their Atom chip into mobile phones. Yep. And, and I, I met with a bloke today from Intel who, who made it very clear they could have put a PowerPoint presentation up to say it was possible. They went and built... A phone to prove that they could do it. So with look, Motorola, is that the Motorola? Well, no, they've built the phone on their own. Okay, uh, just okay. to say they can do it, just a you know prototype thing. Fair so enough. Motorola will have a, a mobile phone with Intel by the end of the year. Uh, Lenovo will have one by the middle of the year in China. China's a massive market, so that's all good. Um, but really interesting that they've come so late to that party. Yes. Um, but anyway, what, better what, late than never, though. Trevor, well, you have to say? agree. So if, if you only if you only had an hour tomorrow, what would you be trying to look at? I'm going to go to the South Hall. Some of the, the South Hall has to me over the years just. I've discovered a lot of quirky products and 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 uh, really interesting little companies there that are yeah. obviously competing against the big players here. But 
you know, products that have come through there. I've seen many quirky eye products. Uh, I think I saw Blu-ray there in South Hall for the first time too. There was a Blu-ray, oh, really? the Blu-ray uh, group product group yep, when, yep. when everyone was going Blu-ray. Uh, so yeah, it's a, the, the, the CES. I wrote a story about this on Tech Guide the other day. It's got quite a history of like revealing products. I think the first VCR was shown at a yep. CES back in the day. Compact disc made its debut at CES. Mm. You know, we saw more recently 3D TV, smart TV. So it's a significant show, this one. And uh, who knows what the product, the standout product of the show is, but we'll no doubt find it before we leave. And if you find it, it'll be on techguide.com.au. I will uh, have a new podcast at yourtechlife.com very soon for uh, some of my thoughts of CES. And we'll be back tomorrow for another quick uh, quick look at CES Day 3. Um, and uh, this is Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Te- text Stephen at techguide.com.au.